0: You're listening to a podcast from 702.
1: Because this journey is better taken together. Let's walk the talk. 702.
2: Right, let's talk Burevors now, and Mzanzi's new Burevors champion is Vikas Bachu from Ladysmith in KwaZulu-Natal. He entered the competition no fewer than 12 times, so think about this. He came back again and again and again and he made sure that his Burevors is just topped. That's why he won, you see. He's now been announced the winner of the 2021 championship. The Burevors competition is South Africa's leading Burevors competition. Didn't know that. This is the one that he entered. Bachu's winning recipe, South Africa's Number one, Borovorce is available in all ShopRite and Checker stores nationwide from today. See, so we do a little bit of free advertising every once in a while because, you know, the Horse is there. Vikash, hi. Welcome to 702 and congratulations. Vikash, are you with us? Can we hear you? I think we're battling a little bit with your line. i tell you what we're going to do. We will come back to you. Let's just park you a little bit and so maybe, 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 maybe... We can just get you back on and see what's going on there but talking boravus maybe you got a solution for us how do you make your boravus vikash are you with us yes i'm here with you ah there we go there we go congratulations i mean you entered 12 times that's perseverance isn't it
1: yeah no thank you so much uh i actually have been uh entering this competition for quite some time and uh yeah i've learned a lot along the way and i uh, perfected my recipe until I got the correct combination, and yeah, it is uh, uh, absolute uh, honor to, to have won this competition and to have my Buddha available at all the stores. It's actually lost today, and I'm in one of the stores at the moment, and yeah, people are
2: enjoying it. Sounds good. Sounds really, really, really good. Okay, so... I don't want you to give away your secret formula, but we, de- we do need to know what goes into your bhurawas. So take us through your recipe. You can sort of leave the critical bits out, but sort of give us a broad view of how you do it.
1: Okay, you see, uh, with for getting the, the a proper traditional bhurawas, it's all about getting the spices well-balanced. There is is no ingredient that stands out uh, from all of them. It's just a matter of getting all of it balanced in a good flavor so that uh, when you do bite into it, it's an even mix of everything. So you need to get the combination correct with uh, regards to which spices are more pungent and uh, which are more uh, uh, standing out and stuff. So you you, you basically get a well-balanced, so nothing uh,
2: sticks out on its own. All right. So your spices, so you just, do you just take some mince and then you put it all, you get into that grinder and you produce your mince. What spices do you use? What's your mix?
1: You see, uh, with the traditional buru wash it's uh, basically uh, the coriander and then it's a little bit of nutmeg, a little bit of uh, uh, clove. And then you just uh, getting the well balance with uh, regards to your meat and fat ratio uh, so that your borobos is not uh, dry and it, uh, it has a, it's proper juicy and succulent, I would say.
2: Mm. You see, now, that's very interesting. So, okay, so those are your spices. Very often, and there's an action SMS has come in, says something like this. Very often you'll go into your local supermarket and you'll see Borevors lying there and you think, "Mm, is that a good one to buy or is that not a good one to buy? How do you judge that what you see there is going to be a good buy? Because there's nothing worse than getting to your braai, putting your Borevors on and going, "Mm, I made the wrong choice.
1: Yeah, no, a lot of people, because there's so much variety out there, a lot of people are always... uh, as to which Buddha was to buy and which was to buy. But uh, when, it goes, when, when it comes to our championship bourgeois at, uh, at Shopify Checkers, that's always the winning Buddha was in the, in the country for that year. And uh, I would say when you do go to, to a shelf to buy a bourgeois, the thing that stands out first must be the color. And, uh, and uh, it must have a natural deep color and uh, and uh, the fat content with the meat should be an even uh, uh uh a ratio so you must be able to see that it's a more meaty and uh, and it mustn't have any color that adjusts the natural color of the meat from the spices
2: Maybe you've got a little bit of a, a burevost secret. Do give us a call. 883 double one eight eight three oh seven oh two. Now, Vikash, there's an SMS here. Says burevost also makes a great casserole. So very versatile. Now that's interesting.
1: Yeah. No, but, uh, with with uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of ways in preparing it. Uh, my wife actually makes. Uh, uh, make it in uh,
2: the in the oven as a cottage as pie. A cottage pie. <laughs> oh, pie. Now, that's a great <laughs> yes, idea. Yeah,
1: Wow. I did wow. want to learn the recipe, otherwise I'm going to have to make it also. So I let her
2: go <laughs> <do> her thing. <laughs> oh, I like that. I'm learning a lot today. Linda in Greenside. <laughs> Hi, Linda. Now, you've got some information about Burvos. Go for it. Hi.
0: Okay, so... Um, <laughs> Um, Ray, buribos is actually controlled by a law in South Africa. There's a law on buribos. And it actually has to be made from muscle meat. It can't actually be made from anything else. I think the recipe is 5% corn, whatever, whatever, and the rest must all be muscle meat and fat. And it cannot contain organs. Okay. And so if you were to buy... Like if you go into a supermarket and you see that it says borsh, they yeah. can put anything they like in it. But if it contains the word buriborsh, if they take it off that shelf and it doesn't test to the requirements of the law, they can be fined.
2: That is so interesting, Linda. Wow. Yeah, but it's, because, it.
0: it's because it's a traditional South African thing that we did protect, not like our roiborsh tea which now anybody can call Roybos tea, rooibos tea. But we've actually protected it with a law via yeah. the Meat Act, I think it is. But that's how it is controlled.
2: That is so interesting. Linda in Greenside, thank you so much. Ikash you knew that, of course, and uh, it's good to protect our stuff.
1: Yes. Now, tea is regulated, and uh, it needs to be 90% of uh, meat, like she said ninety uh, percent meat, and then the balance would be your liquid and your spices. And out of the ninety percent meat, not more than
2: thirty percent must be your fat. Wow, Linda spoke about being fined. Do you actually have inspectors who go around and have a look at burevors and go, "Hey, hold on a second, we've got a problem here."
1: Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of audits uh, do occur, and uh, and. Uh, the SAPS also uh, takes product and and goes through it and uh, and uh, audits it and make sure it it falls uh, in line with the regulations. And yeah, people are liable to fine if you're not uh, within the guidelines.
2: That is so interesting. All right. So when you get your meat for your bourevois, what type of meat do you use? When you making when we making
1: boulevards it's always the best quality meat. A-grade, and, uh, and uh, the spices obviously have to be the best uh,
2: quality as well. Yeah, A-grade meat, because you always think when it comes to sausage, and I, I love the fact that it's regulated, but when it comes to sausage, sometimes a lot of mm. people say, don't go and eat that Vienna, because it's just like the off-cuts, and they go mission <laughs> it together. But this is a whole different thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I know. With burlut, it's uh, it's actually something that... Uh, 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 it comes from our country itself. You know, you, you wouldn't go uh, into the other countries and find uh, burovoz like what you would do in South Africa. Right. They, they would do it in the sausages and the hot dogs and stuff like that.
2: So when they go and have that 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 barbie, that barbecue, mate. That things, that's something totally <laughs> different.
1: Yeah, no, that's something totally different. <laughs> burovoz is an exclusive to South African product.
2: Fantastic, right. So you entered the 2021 Buda Force Championship. Tell us more about it. What happened? How did you enter? What's the process? Take us through it.
1: Uh, I've been with uh, with uh, ShopRite Checkers since uh, 2003. And I was a young butchery manager at, uh, at uh, that stage. And uh, it it was uh, something new to me. And I've learned a lot from it. I've joined the company on on the quality of it because I used to work in private butcheries when I was still in school, you know, in the holidays and stuff like that. And when I joined ShopRite and then I saw this is something completely different from what I've learned because I've been working with bosses and sausages but not with Guruvast itself. And and then I had uh, one of my managers at the time and he sort of explained the whole thing to me with the difference between a Boro Vos and a, and a plain and simple Vos. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I've grown with that and I've entered this competition and I can tell you my recipe then to now is completely, completely different. But I worked on it and I worked on it until I got to where I am now, yeah.
2: Wow Gee whiz. do you also have sort of provincial champions who go along, or is it just everybody enters this one competition
1: This competition is open to anyone and everyone who can make Bo
2: okay easy uh, so anyone but can the
1: whole goal yeah, the whole goal of this competition is to basically find the best Bodovo in the country, so it's open to anyone and everyone that's able to make Bovo.
2: Okay. Now, question, very nice question here on the SMS line on 31702. When you stuff your, your buravos in, you've got that casing. It looks like a, an intestine or a something. What exactly is that and how do you make it? How do you produce that?
1: Okay, that uh, a natural casing would be a whole casing. Uh, it depends uh, you can get uh, from the sheep. A lot of halal uh, butcheries use uh, calf runners, uh, but um, in most cases it would be a hole casing, which is a natural uh, casing that uh, comes from um, uh, a sheep or a, a pig, and uh, that uh, the natural casing is what's used so that it doesn't uh, so it digests properly in the system. And when you do bite from it, it breaks with uh, when you bite yeah
2: right right a lot of people say when you do your boravos and you want to make sure it's ready you take it and then you shake it and it breaks is that correct and once it's broken you know it's ready or how do you prepare your boravos and how do you know it's ready
1: uh, when you're doing a boravos you wouldn't want the casing to break while you're frying because then all your juices doesn't burn out of come out in the flame and then you're sitting with a dry was. Um I would like to fry it on either side for about three minutes, uh, until it's uh, caramelized properly, and then I will turn it uh, a minute each on each side until it's cooked through properly. And then I will take it off. I wouldn't let the casing break on the fire and stuff. So when you do cut into your bouava, it's nice and juicy, and nice. the flavor break in your mouth.
2: You always have those guys who come along and they got to prick the horse and they do that with a knife and you go like no all the juices are coming out that kind of thing. <laughs>
1: yeah no no I would uh, I would uh, strongly suggest not to prick it.
2: Right, keep your calls oh, coming. O double one, O double one, eight eight three zero seven zero two, or your SMSs on three one seven zero two. SMS yeah, What sort of a bride do you make? And I think that's an interesting one because sometimes people want to use a Weber bride, so they have two columns of charcoal. It looks great, it's very artistic. But what do you do? What sort of a bride do you make? Hello. Yeah, yeah, hi, you with us. Yes, what yes. sort of a bride yeah, What no. sort of a bride you make? I love to...
1: Uh, I have my own bride stand that I made as uh, my own personal project. But uh, it's uh, basically on the coat And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, your flint shouldn't be too high because you don't want it to, to cook too fast and then you have it not uh, ready in the middle. So, yeah, I, I prefer my coat to be at the medium heat. So that uh, yeah, it cooks
2: properly. So it doesn't matter if you have like a weaver shaped double column of coals or something like that. There's no secret to it. It's just a love of coals, and you get to the right temperature. Am I right? I
1: think everybody has their own preference on how they like to dry. I've seen some guys that make their own dry stands out of uh, out of these old gas bottles, and uh, yeah, they're absolutely beautiful.
2: Okay, okay, pretty clever. Now, the SMS, can you make a low-salt buddhavos for those who are hypersensitive? And it's true, a lot of people say salt is the silent killer. I always remember that whole poster. Can you make a low-salt one?
1: Yeah, no, I, I think you you can, but the, the whole idea with the buddhavos is to have a good flavor tree. You know, so uh, there is not too much of salt in the current product uh, itself. But, uh, yeah, uh, I would say you would want it to have a good flavor. So if you cut too much of salt out, you're not going to get that
2: good flavor. Mm. It's interesting that you say that, because a lot of people as well, what they do is they take their spices, and once the boravos is on, they just sort of throw a lot of spice on top of it. Do you ever do that, or do you just leave it up to what you have? Uh, you see, when you're in the
1: whole process of making the boravos, you, you have the, the ratio of the spice to the meat, and you, after it's minced and filled into the casing. When you spice it on the outside, it's really not going to do much for the flavor that's already on the inside of the photovolve.
2: Interesting you say that. A message has come through on our WhatsApp line. Love the 29 championship voice. Don't know who there was. 2020, this person says, was not great. Can't wait to try 2021, so that's yours. What has changed, or is it just different chefs, different people doing different things?
1: Well, uh, you see, uh, the, every year uh, uh, we have the SA Chefs Association that uh, do the, the judging and the tasting and everything and, and uh, deciding on whose Purovati is the winner and basically which Purovati is the best on that day. And uh and I would think that there there would be a big difference in the Burrought from last year to now. A lot of people that are trying it out today are actually complimenting me and telling me that it's much better than what they would have tried out last year, you know. <laughs> but I oh, nice. I would think that it's uh yeah it's uh I I don't want to be biased on the whole product and stuff, but I, I would think that on that day when the judges tasted it mine was the best that they Uh,
2: Well, of course it was. That's why you're on the show today, you see. We only get the best on this show. (laughs) So now, Vikash, just talking about this, and who's on the panel of judges? I mean, who judges Bulovos? Is it like veterans have been doing this for years? How does it work?
1: Yeah, you see, uh, with regards to the competition itself, uh, the SA Chefs Association is uh, basically an independent panel. And uh, they bring the whole credibility to the competition, and uh, and they know exactly what they're looking for with regards to the quality of the burewos, the color, the flavor, and that's on the raw and cooked as well. You know, so so mm. yeah, they they go through the the whole judging process and the tasting and. It's not just about the flavors itself, it's also the quality of the product and the color and appearance and the texture and stuff like that.
2: Sure. Sounds really good. Okay, final question. Every once in a while you go on to Twitter or you go on to Facebook or social media and you see expats overseas having a braai and they're like so homesick. And they should be because they're living there in Ocea, you see. But mm. are you thinking about exporting your bourgeois because there could be a massive market out there also to educate the US, the UK and other countries?
1: Uh, I can't really speak for the, the other countries, but I would think if they had to really try the product that we're making, here, yeah, I think would they always feel that they're more developed than our uh, countries, yeah. But I think if they have to try something like a burro in their supermarkets, it would be something that they would enjoy more than their sausages. Because, yeah, uh, yeah no, with their sausages, they, they, they use uh, so much of spices and... and materials to hide the color and and flavor of everything. You're basically only tasting what you want the person to taste. So so, so it doesn't uh, show the real product in it. They could have used any animal or any uh, uh, meat and it would give them the same uh, flavor. So I think if mm-hmm. they had to see the quality of our burung was and, and how it is, they would most probably want to try it and yeah, go for it. I think yeah. uh, we can be proud of our product here in our country.
2: Oh, I think you're right. I think you're totally right. Vikas Bachu championship Borovos competition winner. Tell us one more time, where can we buy your Borovos?
1: Our Borovos launched this morning in all our ShopRite, Checkers stores in the entire country. So, whichever town you're in and there's a ShopRite or a checklist close by you will get that product in the butchery
2: <laughs> department. <laughs> well done. Congratulations. <laughs> that's Vick that's you Championship Borovoors competition winner. I had no idea. It's like rooibos tea. I thought, you know, Borovoors is Borovoors. But uh, it certainly is something that you only get in South Africa.